What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Janu Show. As you already know, I am Brandon Janu. And as well, shout out to my family at urbanboulevard.co is the social media pages and .us is the website. So if you go there and you find something that you like, that you love, that you want to keep all the clothes and all the apparel, guess what? All you got to do is buy it. And if you see the code line out there, use the code Brandon.30 for 30%. Off your purchase. So if you like it, you want to buy it, buy it. And uh, hopefully, whoever you bought it for, or if you bought it for yourself, or you love it, or you truly cherish it. And uh, shout out to Urban Boulevard, like always, man. Shout out to my family. Um, let's get into it. So, y'all know me, I tell truths. So, if you ever listen to this podcast, you know me very well. So, Friday night, I did three podcast episodes, and I thought, I finished this, finally, I've done it, I did it. I got all three episodes done, 198, 199, and of course, my 200th episode of my podcast. So, I listened to the episodes today, I've been trying to upload it on uh, the Anchor app for podcasters, that's why I usually upload a lot of my stuff, that's where I usually go, and Anchor has been some... Anchor's been like a bitch, so Anchor's been a bitch the last couple of days. I've been trying to upload it, upload it, upload it, upload it, upload it, and it's not uploading. So, fuck them, I said, and uh, decided to go to a new app. So, today, I'm shouting out to those guys, Captivated.fm. So, shout out to y'all. I uh, will be trying to finish up more stuff on that. I actually do have a podcast episode dropping tonight. I got a lot of stuff. I actually... After I finish this, I'm actually going to go to Anchor and um, switch all of my episodes to that new streaming service, that new app, the podcast. Uh, definitely kill two birds with one stone with that. Have all my podcasts on our new app. And uh, so all of this stuff will be pretty much already on that new app. But one of those episodes I did do was like a 37-minute fucking podcast. And that was the episode that didn't have any sound. You can see me talk. You can see my mouth moving, but you heard no fucking sound. And uh, that pissed me off today. Truly, truly pissed me off today. And I'm like, I did 30 fucking episodes. I did an hour and 30 fucking minutes of material. And the longest podcast episode that I was supposed to drop actually tonight didn't even fucking register. No sound, no nothing. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. It literally looks like me. That's what it looked like. It looked like. And that's all it looked like. So I'm saying shit. I'm I'm in it. I think I'm getting it in nothing. So I say fuck it. I do it right now. Here and right now. I just finished doing Dark Therapy session with my brother RC. So I had some time and I'm like, you know what? I'm already in a podcast mood. Let's keep it going. Cause I know when I go to sleep and I wake up, I pretty ain't gonna pretty much ain't gonna wanna do shit tomorrow. So let's get this shit over and done with. So that episode that I did was about WW. I talked about WWE, talked about what I felt about it, and I'm going to do try to remember what I said or probably even recreate some of the best things I can remember from that fucking episode and maybe talk about some new shit. But anyway, here we go. Okay, so like I said, on that episode, I started off with this. Money in the Bank was July 2nd, last Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, at Money in the Bank, uh, I kind of recapped. All of the sh- all of the matches that pretty much happened, and I said, um, 
I'm pretty happy that Liv Morgan won Money in a Bank, and she's also now Women's Champion. Now, my thing about the Money in a Bank when it comes to women is that they give it to the women they deem the... They've never given it to a person and let them run with the title. Follow. Like, Camilla, I think, was the first woman woman in a bank winner. But she was hot at the time. She had, like, a really good prominent name at that time. They gave her the title. I think she lost it at, I want to say, SummerSlam, I think. Uh, I think she lost it at SummerSlam. I think she's like, in a triple threat match against Charlotte and Becky. And she lost it. But never got a rematch, I don't think. She never got a, like, she never, well, she did. She did get a rematch. But she lost. They, like, clearly, they were not going to give her the fucking title again. Like, you're not going to beat Charlotte in a one-on-one. And you're not, in a real one-on-one, she beat Charlotte to win a title. But she never could beat Charlotte in a one-on-one match. Like, Charlotte's up and ready to go. Like, you're not winning that. Let's get that out of the way. Um, So she lost that title. Got a one-on-one, but then lost that. And she never been really in a title picture again. They kind of play like she is, but she's never going to be in the, the title picture again. Like that. Um... Who has been a winner of the Women's Money in a Bank? Uh, last year it was Nikki A.S.H. She also beat Charlotte, and she dropped the title to Charlotte again at SummerSlam in a triple threat match against, and it wasn't Becky this time. It was Rhea Ripley, and she lost the title at SummerSlam to Charlotte, which I guess Bailey beat Charlotte. <laughs> Bailey beat Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, did barely beat Becky. She beat somebody. And I think it was Becky. She beat Becky, I think. Uh, she beat Charlotte, and then she took the title from her at Money in the Bank. And I think she had a longer run than anybody with that Money in the Bank briefcase. When she won it, and she kept the title for a long time. That's when she became the role model, and her and Sasha got together, and they started doing that team together. So Becky had barely, barely had the biggest, the longest run with the title with the Money in the Bank women's side. Um, my thing with the money in the bank for the women is that as, as I would love for Liv to have a long title run, but you're already putting her against Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. And in a one-on-one Ronda's healthy match, WWE will, instead of building Liv up as a great champion, because she's deserved it, she's been doing this, she, she, she's been in a title picture for like two, three years now. It makes sense to give her the title and let her actually have a real run. I think WWE with this is that they're stupid and they don't know how to really run with people like her because she isn't the typical superstar type where in their minds and in, 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 in the wrestling mind of even in women in a sense, they got to have the name like Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. Becky has built herself to the name. So Becky even Bianca, like they gotta have a name, and I think I don't think that Liv has built her fan base so much that yes, she is the champion, but can she keep it at SummerSlam? And then when Charlotte comes back, can she beat Charlotte? Can she beat Bailey? Can she have a real long run? And that's why I, I I'm happy that she won Money in the Bank. I'm happy she's champ, women's champion on SmackDown. I'm happy, but I also feel like they're gonna fuck her. They are going to so fuck her when Charlotte comes back or Bailey comes back. They're gonna give the title one of them. And tell her to run it. And it's just like, and then Liv is never going to be a champion again. And she's going to get the fuck out the company. It's kind of like always what happens at, you know, with WWE. Which they always fuck up on. So, I wish Liv really does keep the title for a long period of time. I say about the Royal Rumble. 
Um, even WrestleMania, I think until WrestleMania, I think you could find, you could build some woman up. I'm assuming you could build somebody up. But that women's division, like I said last time I did one of these, is very, very, very tiny. It's, it's not that many women that you're like, could be champion. Liv deserved to be champion because she's been doing it for such a long time. She deserved to be a champion. So, yeah, I'm happy for Liv. I hope she keeps the title for a long time. Uh, but WWE is WWE. But Vince is not running the company, so they say anymore. So we shall see. Um, what was the other match? Uh, Lashley and Theory. Listen, I think Lashley should be champion. I'm getting tired of him getting these fucking United States championships when he was such an incredible WWE champion. You keep throwing him the fucking U.S. title, and it's like and the only time you want him to be WWE champion is when he's the heel. And that sucks because he doesn't always have to be the bad guy to be the champ. I think he actually could have a good run as the good, as the babyface champion. But they like when he's the fuck, he's the heel. And it sucks. And I think he's actually a better. I, I think we got to see him what, as a champion, as the babyface. He's a babyface, babyface United States champion, but he deserves another. He never got a number. He never got his one-on-one rematch. Because as soon as you say he had a concussion at the Elimination Chamber and he drops his title to Brock Lesnar, now Roman's champion. It's like, okay, if Theory wins the fucking title at SummerSlam, but he beats, but Lashley beat him in a match earlier, don't do what y'all did with Seth Rollins and Randy Orton. Like, Seth actually deserved to be a champion at that time. Theory is 24. I don't think he knows what the fuck to do as a champion, to be honest with you. And y'all keep saying, oh, he's actually a good heel. No, the fuck he's not. He's annoying as fuck. What the fuck are you talking about? And you think being annoying is a heel. No, he's just annoying as fuck. Like, that's not even a good heel. You're just fucking irritating. Like, that shit's not good. I don't... You're going to ruin your course with that shit. Uh, but last year being United States champion, congratulations. I think you should be WWE champion, me personally. But that's what WWE got you doing. I don't know why. Um... What was also another match at, at, at this thing? Bianca beat Camilla, like I said earlier. Bianca is one of the best women's champions. I would wish they would actually bring up a woman or go get somebody to actually challenge Bianca because this shit makes no sense. I'm tired of seeing her versus Oscar and Becky every fucking pay-per-view. I would have loved to see Rhea and Bianca because if you know anything about NXT, them two had some incredible fucking match. I'm talking about the real NXT. I ain't talking about this bullshit NXT on Tuesdays now on USA. NXT 2.0, whatever the fuck that means. I'm talking about the real black and gold brand. I'm talking about the real NXT. I would love to see Bianca versus Rhea. If you know anything about those two, they had incredible matches at NXT. But Rhea seems like she's really in like a real, uh, she got a real injury. I don't know. Uh, she's really got a real health problem. Got a health, a heart monitor on her chest, which I know all about. So it's kind of like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with her. Uh, she might really have to take a step back from the ring, which means WWE is going to have to go back to what they always do, and that's give Becky or Oscar the title, the title opportunity. It's stupid because I don't really like the women's division right now in WWE because it's just nothing there. But I really do think SmackDown has way more younger challengers. 
and that's what makes me think, like, if you're going to bring somebody back, I would love to see Bianca versus Charlotte. That would be a pretty cool match, me personally, because there's nothing Charlotte really could do on SmackDown anymore. Like, there's nothing else. Like, you might as well just move it to fucking Raw. Same thing with Bailey. Like, Bailey and Bianca should have, when Bailey tore her ACL, that was supposed to be the match at the Royal Rumble, and she got injured. So I would love to see that rematch. I would love to see them two really actually have another fight and really actually have a real match. So that would be a pretty good match. I think that would be dope. Um, but, yeah, other than that, Bianca should be champion for the next couple of months until y'all can find a real a real challenge for her. Because keep giving up Becky and Oscar. That shit just going to get tiring real fucking fast. Like another match I'm going to talk about later. Uh, y'all know I'm about to go with that one. Uh, what else happened? Also, Street Profits versus the Usos. That probably had that was probably the best match of the entire fucking show. Like that had to be the best match. That shit reminded me of the New Day and the Usos. Like it really did. It reminded me of the New Day and the Usos. It was just you don't know who the fucking win. And that was such a good match. Now, me personally, I would love to see them fight each other. At SummerSlam, and I would love to see the Street Profits take the titles off the Usos personally because I think that they prove, one, they can give you great matches, and two, they are the only team in a tag team division that actually stands a chance against the fucking Usos. They can't get buried by the Usos. Like, the Alpha Academies and I don't know what the fuck they got on SmackDown tag team-wise, but... They have no real tag teams. And Street Profits are the only team I can see. Like like I said, the New Day. And the New Day could come back, but I don't really see Kofi and, and Xavier beating the Usos. I just can't see it. Without Big E, I can't see it. So, and now I think the Viking Raiders are back. And I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with them, to be honest. Like, you can build them up, but we all know they're not going to beat the Usos. So, that's because they don't really have the structure to beat the Usos yet. So, I think that... If you're going to build a team to beat the Usos at a, a pay-per-view, it would be the Street Profits. I think the Street Profits would be the perfect um, winners of the tag team champions championships. I think that would be the perfect team because that's another team that lost their titles, got a couple of rematches, but we knew they weren't going to beat the Usos. And by the way, they've now had two incredible matches uh, no, actually, there was the New Day in the Usos at day one, but the, U- the Street Profits have actually had some really great matches against the Usos in previous years, so I wouldn't mind seeing them one more time at SummerSlam, and they actually beat the Usos. That'd be a pretty, pretty dope thing. Uh, Ronda and Natalia fought also, which was like a kind of like a, a old match again. It kind of was like, okay. Ronda won, but like I said, Liv beat her in the Money in the Bank cash in. I just... I'm now seeing reports that says Ronda actually told them to give Liv the title, which is a great thing on her part because nobody feels Ronda as a champion. It's starting to get to the point where y'all put her as champion like y'all do Brock Lesnar. When they come back, they just gotta have a title, and it's it's just stupid. I don't. You gotta get a. You gotta give her more of a character. Like I don't know, and she's in this very fucked up space where she's not a talker. Like, like, it's crazy to think, but because, and then you go back and look at the old UFC shit. She was a heel, like the the equivalent of a heel. Like she was just really just being herself. She was a heel, and I don't think what the fuck she is trying to be in WWE. I don't know what the fuck they're trying to. They're trying to make her a face, and it's like you can't make somebody like her 
who was always who was always respected but never liked in UFC a fucking face in WWE just because she got the name. Like, let's not do that. Let's just put her as a as a heel. Let her be a heel. That makes more fucking sense than just keep trying to push her as a face because people in the crowd are not fuck. She literally was on SmackDown Friday. It was like y'all know where the fuck y'all at. <laughs> it's just, it was so fucking funny. Like she was like, I was like, did that bitch really just say? <laughs> like, like y'all know where the fuck y'all at. <laughs> God, I like damn, bro. Like this is and this is a face. She don't even know what fucking town she in. What the fuck is going on? I was like, that's a face. Holy shit, she sucks. Um, but that was that was the thought process. I was like, yeah, that that can't be y'all face. That cannot be who y'all pushing as the face, the good the good guy, as they say, the good guy. It like for women, like get the fuck out of here. Let her be a face, or be an anti heel, like something. She had to be like very like fuck offish, like. Very, very dickish. Like, she got to. Because there's no way in hell y'all could make Ronda Rousey into a fucking popular character as a good guy. That shit just doesn't work. It doesn't fit. It de- it never does. It never fits her. It won't fit her. And it clearly you see why. Because WWE wants her to be good. The way you be good and make her actually relevant is to be a heel. Push as it. Because that's the way it's supposed to be. Period. Now. The last match on the card was, of course, the men's money in a bank. Like I said, Theory won money in a bank. <sighs> he's a fucking annoying. Like, he's 24 years old. And listen, I get it. People keep saying, well, they're trying to make him into, like, the new era John Cena and the Seth Rollins and The Rock. I don't see that with this kid. I don't see it. I, I don't see it. Like, even The Rock had charisma. Like, The Rock had something. Seth Rollins had the ring awareness. Like, Seth Rollins has already been, Seth Rollins is already a main eventer in the Shield. Like, you could have given Seth the run then in the Shield, and he would have probably still been a really great fighter. Like, he would have been a champion regardless. Seth was built to be the next face of the company. He literally went to NXT, and they gave him the title. He's the first NXT champion. They didn't have any titles. He was the first. And that's the fuck. Like, come on, bro. Seth was built to be the champion. He was built for that company. The Rock had charisma. John Cena through all the craziest shit. He became the guy because he just had the work ethic to be the man. This shit just feel like you're just throwing this kid. Because y'all hear people say, yo, WWE need to create somebody new. They need somebody to push for the next 10 years. I don't see that theory. I don't see it. I can't see it. Like even at NXT, he wasn't a he wasn't the guy. Like he never won a title in NXT. Go check it. I'm dead ass serious. He never won a title. Never won a major championship. Never the 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 the, the North American championship. He wasn't even tag team champions with Johnny Gargano. When you got a workhorse like Johnny Gargano, he never won an NXT title, and you want me to believe now that this dude is going to be the face of the fucking company when he didn't even win a title on y'all fucking kind of like y'all experiment show? And he's supposed to be the guy. I'm supposed to be like, yeah, he's going to be the next face. No, the fuck he's not. Like, even Riddle, but at least Riddle got close 
Like, Riddle had a chance to be North American champion. He had a chance to be NXT champion. Hell, he gave Adam Cole one of the best matches during his NXT title run. Like, I remember watching that shit. That shit was amazing by Riddle. Riddle has something. And I think Riddle should have won money in a bank. And I get it. Y'all gonna be like, well, he beat... Well, Roman Reigns already beat him. That doesn't fucking matter. It would have made more sense. Theory winning the fucking money in a bank and beating either Brock or Roman won't make fucking sense. Because eventually he's going to have to fight them. One-on-one. And Riddle could at least give a fight. You want a real match. You don't want a fucking smash match. And that's exactly what the fuck's going to happen. And, and, and here's how fucked up this is. Riddle's still going to win a title. Because something's going to happen. He's going to keep the title. WWE is... Listen, I don't know if this is a Vince thing or if it's just a WWE thing. Because they hear us say they need somebody new. But either way it goes, this is going to end bad for WWE. Because this dude's 24 years old. He's okay in the ring. He's not... At, listen, he has some moves that I'm like, okay, he's, that's pretty cool. But to be the overall champion, and like I said, he's annoying. He's not even a heel. Like, he's just fucking annoying. Like, that's not a heel. I get it. Like, you, you, okay, you're pushing him like Seth Rollins, John, like, and people say he's been pushed like John Cena. I don't see no John Cena in him at all. Like, none. I get it. John Cena, when he first kind of, like, got into, like, he started kind of peaking a little bit. He got a line with Vince McMahon and fought The Undertaker and all that shit. But I don't see that at all with this kid because he has none of that. People can say, oh, he's just like The Rock. The Rock was pushed by the Rock, by Vince. The Rock had charisma before he even got with Vince. He was what he already had the charisma when he was the leader of the, the Nation of Domination. When he was the leader of the Nation of Domination, he already had the fucking charisma. He already knew what he was. Then he got with Vince. And people forget, at that time, The Rock had somebody that Theory doesn't have. Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rock could be a heel because it was it made sense because you have one of the hottest baby faces in the fucking world in Stone Cold Steve Austin. Why the fuck would you not make The Rock the heel? And align him because he is young and he would be the champion and it made sense. Vince is not on a Vince is not physically doing what he did back then with The Rock. Vince was on TV with The Rock every week. Vince was always with The Rock. I don't see that shit. I don't see Vince. Literally walking down the ramp with fucking theory and telling y'all how great he is and how I'm betting my chips on him. And he is, but I don't believe that shit. <laughs> I don't believe that shit. I don't believe it. I really do hope with Stephanie and Triple H really do take hold of this company. They build they kill this fucking idea that theory is the guy. Build him. Like get his ass something else. You became United States champion real fast, and then you become WWE Universal champion real fast. It's like, dude, that's not even building this kid. He's been on the roster for literally six to eight months, and you're telling me he's not a guy? Get the fuck out of here. No. Seth had been on the roster for at least two years, two to three years, and even had the money in the bank for at least six months before he cashed it in at WrestleMania. Like six to eight months before he cashed in at WrestleMania to be champion. And plus, like I said, Set was already set to be champion one day. The Rock had the charisma. You saw what The Rock could be. You already knew. John Cena build what he became. This kid is just giving the shit. And I don't think him winning money in the bank works. 
Like, it doesn't fucking work. And this is the problem. Because he's going to go to SummerSlam. He's going to get his ass. What about Bobby Lashley? And y'all know what y'all going to do? Like, y'all did Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 31. People don't see how this shit is already playing out, but I do. He's going to go against Bobby Lashley. He's going to get his ass whooped. He's going to wait till Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar to beat the living shit out of each other in a last man standing match. And then he's going to run out there like he's Seth Rollins. And he's going to cash in money in a bank. And he's going to pin one of them. Like he did Seth fucking Rollins. The difference is Seth Rollins shit actually made sense. This makes no fucking sense. None. And I, and I am one of the rare few that think that Roman and Brock need to end this shit. This is the dumbest fucking robbery I've ever seen in my life. It was cool at WrestleMania 31 because you wanted to see if Roman can actually be the guy. He got his ass whooped the entire match. The entire fucking match, he was getting his ass whooped. It didn't change until Brock Lesnar bust his fucking head open. Like, that was it. But the entire match, Roman was getting his ass whooped. And every time they met, he got his ass whooped. Until he became the tribal chief. And it kind of was competitive. Kind of. Crown Jewel was the best match they ever had. <laughs> like, like, Crown Jewel was like the recent match. Like, at Crown Jewel. I know they had one at, at another Saudi Arabia event. And they had another, I think, the greatest Royal Rumble. And they had a match then. That still cage match was okay. But it wasn't the great. Like, it was okay. But the SummerSlams and the WrestleManias and all that shit, the Crown Jewel match was the best thing they could have asked for because that shit made sense. It was like, this is a new Roman and this is a new Brock. We've never seen Brock without Paul Heyman in this era. I saw Brock without Paul Heyman before. And, he, and when Paul Heyman betrayed him and, went to, and teamed up with the Big Show, I remember that. I remember when he betrayed him and teamed up with the Big Show at Survivor Series in 03. I remember that. You know what I'm saying? I remember that. But that's it. Like, we've never seen Paul actually be in a dilemma where it was like, holy shit, who do I side with? That never happened. And that was pretty dope. But now it's kind of getting to the point where it's just like, this is stupid. It's always been dumb. Like, you've always tried to build this rivalry like it's the new Rock Stone Cold, John Cena, Randy Orton, John Cena, Edge. It's like, this shit don't make sense. Like, nobody cares this much. And it is two dudes that... That we don't give a fuck. Like, Brock is a GOAT, clearly. But Roman... It never made his career. Let's be real. Did that... Does the rivalry with Brock Lesnar actually make Roman Reigns' career? No. No, it did not. I'm going to let y'all answer that, but to me, it never made his career, because we already knew the results. He's going to come in, he's going to get his ass whooped. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the entire matches. Come come in, get his ass whooped. Crown Jewel was the best one, because it actually made sense. He actually fought Brock, finally. It wasn't just come in, get f 5 a couple times, get suplexed, and then the fucking match is over. Like, it actually made sense. Roman actually fought Brock Lesnar. WrestleMania was... Okay, I guess. Like this recent WrestleMania match is okay. But you could tell the crowd is getting to the point where it's like, dude, can y'all end this shit already? Because we don't care this much. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think SummerSlam, they fight, but Theory is going to be a part of that. And I think Theory is going to win the WWE Universal Championship that night. And that's why I feel like WWE creatively is fucking up because 
you're going to push this kid. Even when we tell you not to. <laughs> like, dude, do not push this kid. I hope Triple H and Stephanie, if they really are running this company, change directions. I really do. Because if Theory wins this title, you're going to find out that we want somebody new, but it wasn't him. And and people are like, well, they're built. They, the match was supposed to be John Cena theory at SummerSlam, but this has completely changed that th- dynamic. So now people are saying they're going to probably have it at WrestleMania, which makes no fucking sense because what the, what the fuck are you going to have a Royal Rumble for? You're telling me John Cena is just going to pop up and be in a Royal Rumble and win a Royal Rumble? That makes no sense. Why are you going to have a Royal Rumble? Why are you going to have a Royal Rumble? If you already know John Cena is going to be the winner and go to WrestleMania. Or do you continue to build Riddle? And this is where it comes. Because to me, I think the Money in the Bank winner was supposed to be Cody Rhodes. That's me. But he tore his patellar muscle. So he pretty much was out. He tore, tore his shoulder and he's out. So I think the Money in the Bank, they had to go with somebody outside of that. And I think Riddle would have been perfect. I don't understand why WWE's this damn stupid. But they always want to build somebody to be the next guy. And it's like, dude, just give him the fucking belt and let it be the head. Like, you don't have to build every fucking body. Just give him the fucking title. You don't have to build everybody. He's built all fucking ready. He just had a year run with fucking Randy Orton, the great, one of the greatest to ever do it. And you still need to build him? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Come on, man. Stop that. Stop it. And that's going to be a great match. I think Seth versus Riddle at uh, SummerSlam is going to be a really good match. And that's just going to be another hit to the WWE because, like, you put Riddle against Seth, who's an incredible worker, and Riddle held his own and probably won that match. Explain that to me. But yet, there is a champion. Explain that. I wish WWE would stop trying to build people and just give us what the fuck we asking for. And for me, when it comes to, like, the Roman and Brock shit, I'm so ready for this shit to be over. Um, and I know people I, – I, I was watching this yesterday on YouTube where one of the guys who do uh, – wrestling talk. Shout out to wrestling talk. Um, he had his own uh, thing where he was talking about Roman Reigns. And he said they – WWE fucked up Roman Reigns' tribal chief situation. And they really fucking did. They really did. Roman's tribal chief was supposed to be a very dominant person. The problem with this is he's having a long title run because he's not on the fucking show. Like, think about that. He's having a super long title run because he's not even on the fucking show. He's not physically there. So it's kind of like, yeah, you can have a super long title run when you're not fucking competing. And that's the problem. Like, Y'all keep saving him for Brock Lesnar, but nobody wants to see that fucking match anymore. We've already seen it. We know what it is. Roman's going to win now. We know what's going to happen. Roman's going to win. Brock is not. Great. We know what the fucking situation is. The problem with that is, is that you guys haven't built anybody else to really challenge him. And when y'all did, like Riddle, he lost. And it's like, make that make sense. You got AJ Styles, who's been in WWE, who's been in the WWE for a while now. But for the last two years, you haven't given him really a title 
or any opportunity to be the guy. I mean, the tag team championships, but let's, let's get that shot away. He hasn't really had a single competitive run with a title in a, in a minute. I think AJ should should have got something. He should have been in Money in the Bay. I really would have seen, I would have loved to see AJ Styles win Money in the Bay and see what would have happened with that. But AJ Styles, Cody Rose is now hurt, but when Cody Rose comes back, you could have had that match, and I think that match would have been fucking phenomenal, and Cody should have won, and Cody would have won, I felt, because that would be the only person, logically, because you build them up to already be the guy to beat Roman and take the title. Oh, uh, Riddle or Randy Orton. One of them two had to win the title. Randy Orton would have made sense because Randy Orton's the only person that I think Roman Reigns can't really squash, and people could be like, like, oh, he couldn't really physically. You had to make it make sense for Roman to beat Randy Orton. And it wouldn't have. Because Roman could not have beaten the hottest motherfucking wrestler in the fucking world at that time. That's Randy Orton. Which makes no sense because y'all let him beat Riddle, who's the second hottest fucking wrestler in the company. It made no sense. It just makes no sense. WWE makes no sense. But I do think the Tribal Chief shit is over. I think you need to kill it. I think the bloodline shit is done. That's why I feel like they need to lose at SummerSlam. And I think Roman Reigns needs to lose at SummerSlam as well. But I think that's why I think Theory does come into the picture. Because he beats. Because I think Brock beats Roman. But Theory beats Brock. If that makes sense to y'all. And y'all gonna be like, how the fuck does Theory beat Brock? Like I just said. I think they beat the shit out of each other. I think it's a no count. Uh, getting close to a no decision, kind of, in the last man standing match. But Theory runs out and makes it a real triple threat match. And you have to now count somebody. You have to pin one, two, three. Theory wins the match. And Theory becomes champion. And it makes no fucking... And, and that's... WWE is so stupid because they want to recreate every moment that they already had to make it seem like it's so new. It's so... Br- it's the dumbest shit. You're going to have this new kid run out there like Seth did at WrestleMania 31 and pin these dudes when they're already out and down for the count. And make it seem like it's so, like, Theory did it. Nobody gives a fuck if Theory did it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. What I think about SummerSlam coming up is, is that SummerSlam... A lot is riding on in SummerSlam. I'll be honest with you. Because it seems that WWE is trying to build to something further down the road. But they're not giving a fuck about the now. And the now is very important. Because you're giving us matches at SummerSlam that I don't see how any of it makes sense. There is going to fight Lashley. Lashley's going to win. We clearly know that. Roman's going to fight Brock. It could be a no decision. Roman could win. Brock could win. But I think there is going to really actually be the winner of all of it. Because he's going to win the titles that night. The Street Profits versus the Usos is going to be a great match. The women's side, you already know Liv is fighting Ronda. I think Liv needs to win that because they need to build Liv. They need to build a woman, a woman champion that they can continue to push like they got on Raw. And the same thing with Bianca. They got to get somebody to fight Bianca because I cannot wait. I can't see a Nasca versus Becky versus Bianca again. Like, I'm tired of that shit. Give me something. Please give me something. Um, 
And then SummerSlam is like WrestleMania. You got to just find the right matches to put together. And I think it's also time for Dom to leave his father. Like, I get it. People are going to be like, why would you want Dom to leave his father? Because it's like, this kid's never going to have a career with Ray Ray still around him. Like, he's never going to really have a real career. Now, I wouldn't do the dumbass WWE thought process where it's like, make him turn on his own father. That's stupid. But I think Ray should tell him, listen, I think you deserve to have your own path in your career. So I'm going to back off. And if you decide to join um, the Judgment Day, then great. If not, I wish you to be, I want you to just be a solo wrestler by yourself, not with me. Do your own shit. That would make more sense. Because it's just like, I'm tired of them doing the same shit. You jump your father. Why would you jump your fucking father? That makes no sense. Um, yeah, and I hope eventually Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes come back. Because if they do, that shakes up a lot of shit. And by the way, Drew and Shame is going to fight at SummerSlam to see who fights the WWE Universal Champion at uh, the Castle of the Land, some shit like that. I don't know what they call it in that pay-per-view. But it's supposed to be in Scotland. Um, which means they're going to be fighting Theory. <laughs> which makes no sense. Because they're not, they're not going to win the title that night. It's so stupid. This shit is dumb. WWE is stupid. It's very dumb. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And let me vent about what I love, and that's WWE. Um, wrestling kid. I grew up on wrestling. 90s baby, so you know Monday Night, Monday Night Raw Wars were my shit. So, thank y'all for letting me vent, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon.